0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Setting the Record Straight with your host, Brenda K. Sanders. Uh, thank you for coming back. Thank you for tuning uh, into the podcast this afternoon. Uh, you know, I have a plan to what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the home invasion aspect of governmental gang stalking uh, and the intrusion uh, and violation of... A person's right to privacy. Uh, the gang stalker, the government gang stalkers, they want their 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 object and purpose is to intimidate, to cause fear, to generate fear, to generate uh, intimidation, and surprisingly, uh, say for someone like me that. You, you know is not easily intimidated because of all the uh, background experience I've had as a practicing attorney and judge is they come into your home the privacy of your home and that's where they begin to destroy and I can track this uh, this uh, activity way back I mean Way back, I can go back 20 years and, and see how government gang stalk, stalkers are home invaders. They're home invaders. They violate your your space. They, they come inside your home and uh, use family members that are vulnerable in some kind of way. First of all, spying on people uh, gives them the power uh, to... Uh, Lord over people, for lack of a better word. It gives them something to threaten uh, these third party uh, people with. And so, in some instances, I think I've talked about it before, but if I didn't say it lately, I'll say it again. The government gangs talking also, they also use uh, civilian third parties. Civilian third parties. It may be your family members, it may be someone that is. Um, vulnerable in some kind of way that you may not be aware of. It may be someone that maybe has done something and they know about it because they stalk. And then they come up and threaten them, okay, I want you to go inside the house and do this and do this and do that. I already talked about how workers that come into your home should always be watched. They should always be monitored Uh, I think uh, my sister and I both were relaxed uh, at some point, not knowing what is going on, Uh, relaxed at some point when workers come into the house, but I can see a track record of uh, doing irresponsible work in my house. Uh, floors that I had installed uh, hardwood floors in 2010 in our house have fallen apart immediately after they were installed and I'm thinking I paid really good money and paid people to install those those floors correctly and look what has happened except I started to notice it and then I started to notice it When I recently had hardwood flooring installed in another part of the home, and in fact, some of the same parts in the kitchen and other parts of the home, I started to see a pattern of destruction. Well, these people are under some kind of pressure from the government gang stalkers to do illegal and corrupt work. I talked about how I paid a worker to just simply change the light bulbs on my porch and to make them brighter and then all of a sudden all of the porch lights disappeared. When I tried to hire another electrician to to solve the problem, he simply told me there was no more wiring uh, for the front porch lights available to do anything with. Can you imagine such a thing? Uh, and so these uh, can result, these kind of activities can result in um, malicious destruction of property and vandalism charges, criminal charges, when these people do these types of things. So I have elected, never leave any workers that come into the home uh, by themselves, uh, unmonitored. That is a way that government gang stalkers gain entry into your home to destroy, to plant microphones or cameras that you may not know about uh, certainly to get away, to make you vulnerable within your own home and that has happened to me. It is a very very disturbing, um, disturbing in, um, time uh, when you find out that that is happening and you feel much more vulnerable to these government gang stalkers than normal. You begin to notice little things, and I have begun to notice a lot of things, and so I have even talked about it here on the podcast about things you should be noticing, things that you would not normally notice, things I haven't noticed for 20 years, but they have become important. For instance, gang stalkers approaching your children, children are, are, are vulnerable, Children can be vulnerable to government gang-stalking, uh, whether they be in class, whether they be in school. But I believe, and I, I don't have children to uh, to talk about, but I believe I, my sister has grandchildren, I believe, and children that she had, And I believe that uh, parents should be diligent. If, if you th- see any uh, disagreement, if you see criticism, uh, and, and you don't know where it's coming from, be sure to question your children about what they're being fed and who is doing it. Um, and, and don't worry about being a victim. I mean, not everybody is a victim of government gang stalking. Let me tell you, it is not a privilege <laughs> Well, it can be. But if you're someone that, that has tried to in, uh, you know, influence other people, I have through my political campaigning, through my ministry efforts, and some other activity uh, attempted to, to, to influence people in a positive way, maybe to, 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 to take action on something. And uh, that is pretty much the extent of my influence until these government gang stalkers come up What they are afraid of is influence over the community and they want, they don't want to lose their power in the community. Well, when we want to uh, push an issue and have victory on an issue, and, and right now I'm making government gang stalking the issue because we cannot have these people creep up in our households, creep up in our communities and we not know about what's going on. We have to connect, connect the dots and understand what has been going on for a very, very long time. In an effort to keep control of black communities and uh, com- communities at large. Know this, that everybody is vulnerable now. There are space labs watching everybody. But I believe the influential person, the person who maybe runs for a public office, is... Um, the first uh, target of government gang stalking. And then they do like an extension from that person. Well, who are the person's family members? Who are their acquaintances? Uh, who are their friends? And so they go after that. They go after your friends. And it's not fun. I have suffered it. And I don't think I have any friends uh, that are left that I have an extensive contact with. Certainly. My best friends from maybe 20 years ago have all left because there's been an attack from government gang stalkers. And then they extend themselves into your relationships. And that's a primary thing. I think uh, uh, maybe I haven't talked about it, but the romantic relationships are where they assert themselves the most. And so then you know that there's something suspect about what you're trying to do um, with black females, uh, with, uh, with relationships, period. And particularly, I have said this before, interracial relationships. And I've tried to point out the, 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 the patterns, even when it's, when these, uh, incidents are cloaked as accidents of, uh, interracial, um, Harassment, harassment of interracial relationships. It's very extensive and it's noticeable if you know what to look for. Uh, And so, uh, like I said, the home invasion, sticking to the home invasion issue. uh, These people gain access through anyone coming into the home, really. I'm always suspicious of and they might not get far. They might not get far. I remember here uh, at my house in South Carolina, and even in Michigan, uh, I had someone come into the home and try to sell solar equipment. That in and of itself is not suspicious. That is a good thing. In fact, I was very interested in what they had to say. But what one needs to be aware of is giving someone access to your home, are they being watched? What are they doing? In particular, when you have someone on your roof, that is a vulnerable position. Uh, and actually, getting or taking the time to um, exert some observation or oversight over these people who are gain who gain uh, access to to one's home. That is what we have to be uh, mindful of. These are innocent activities and legitimate on their face it's just that if they're 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 vulnerable to government gang stalking they may do something that's improper on your property i I experienced it all last summer i mean i thought i was doing a good job in restoring my parents home here in south carolina and You know, when I came, there was a big hole in the laundry room of our home, and so I went to work, uh, hiring workers to restore the ceiling and to restore uh, the washer and dryer in there, to restore the floor and all that had been destroyed because that hole in the ceiling, uh, you know, had caused quite a bit of damage and. Uh, Just recently, I was drying some clothes and I looked uh, on the side of the dryer and I saw the shoddy molding that was crooked on the wall and the painting that was so bad, the painting job that was so bad. These are things I did not observe when the workers were actually doing their job. I did not go and look behind the dryer or the washer. And that is a mistake that I made. I knew these people had known them for quite a while. And trusted them. I I think I just took a cursory look inside the laundry room and said, "Okay, everything's fine." Uh, But these are things that you pay more attention and and are more meticulous. Uh, You know, as a I'm a micromanager. I found that out when I was a judge. I'm a micromanager. I, I have to, and it can be bad. It can be good in government gang stalking situations. It can be good because you have. Power over little details. A lot of people don't like being bothered with details. I know a lot of my judicial colleagues did not like detail, and so they left that to their secretaries and clerks and bailiffs, uh, you know, uh, depending on what it, what it uh, related to. I was a micromanager as a judge, and I'm glad I was because it helped me deal with an issue that I did not know was negatively impacting me at the time, and that is government gang stalking. Uh, and so I was meticulous with my cases and meticulous with my files. I did a lot of my own typing, uh, and you do that, you know. I was a legal secretary for so long uh, that it it just came supernatural to me to be typing my own briefs and to be typing my own opinions. Uh, why take the time to dictate it out to a secretary when I, uh, I, I type so fast that as fast as I could dictate it, I could write it out and type it out myself? And so that was an advantage to me because, like I said, micromanaging in government gang stalking is a plus. And I'm not talking about that today. I'm going back to my subject, and that is home invasion. Where do they gain access? They gain access to your phone. That's another thing. Uh, with government gang stalkers, they really want to gain access to your phone. I have experienced a lot of phones being destroyed and just go black. Go black. I, I, I had a lot of my phones in the beginning when I began to start noticing it, uh, phones uh, that just go black. And I had to, and that doesn't happen uh, as much as it used to. But I've learned not to keep my phone charged all night, and uh, that gives them access. When you fill your phone, and it's really hot, that is where they can gain access. I don't know how they do it, but when your phone is connected to a charger for a very pe- long period of time, it um, those things uh, negatively impact your phone and the operation of your cell phones uh where does it uh, you know maybe you might not be able to send text messages like you normally would or you might have the hacking in your Facebook pages or some of your social media pages and so that's when I where I have been negatively impacted I have a new phone now that I've only had a couple of weeks and a couple of times I've already fallen asleep and the phone is uh been on the charger for you know overnight and I'm so upset because that's how they gain access with a lot of access through your charger and your cell phone and I've tried to overcome with with that and just pretty much I think it's safer just to not even plug your phone up before you go to bed and certainly it's more bothersome you know having to do it when you're getting ready to go to work um, maybe you don't have the, the time to get it to 100% where you can last all day. In that in, in, in that event, just take your charger with you. Uh, I'm telling you how government gang stalkers gain access to your home and to your information. Right now, with my old cell phone, my older cell phone, and it's not even that old, maybe three or four months, uh, three months, maybe, maybe two. Uh, right now my email is not working on that cell phone i mean the last email i received was maybe two weeks ago that i can read and so various things happen when your phone is left on the charger you're talking about sophisticated operations here sophisticated operations they know how to gain access to your cell phone through your charger when your phone gets really really hot is when uh I found that there's something substantial uh, change to my phone uh, when I get back on my phone. So I've learned to not leave my, my cell phones plugged up in the house. And other things I've learned is to diversify where I plug my phone in in the house. And if you have multiple people living in the house, they don't know whose phone it is. If you change the plugs where you charge your phone. And so, that's two things. Uh, Change the places where you charge your phone. Don't charge your phone in the same place all the time. And also, too, don't leave it plugged up overnight. And uh, what else do I want to say? I'm talking about cell phone evasion now. (laughs) But uh, I've learned also to get protection plans on everything. Everything. Because I've experienced... uh, You know, everything breaking down uh, without, I mean, just something new. Like I bought a fan last summer. It's already broken down. Well, if I have the protection plan on it, I can go and replace it. That has happened with numerous uh, items that I purchased uh, in the home. And so I've learned to even with cell phones to get insurance. That's another way you defeat the gang stalkers. They think they're going to disable you. Uh, If they uh, do something to your phone, well, you have the protection plan on washers and and my washer and dryer that I just purchased. Well, I purchased it last year. I have a four-year now with a a warranty that was already on it. I have additional protection of three more years and I'm going to purchase some more because um, I've had washing machines and dryers just go bad instantly. And so... um, I'm learning to get protection plans on everything. Uh, And that's one way, but certainly being observant about what's going on around your home. It is the place where you feel least vulnerable. It is the place where you're supposed to have comfort, but it is the place where gang stalking invades. It's a home invasion activity. And uh, it is something that definitely you should not uh, take lightly, is what I want to say. I've also experienced a government gang stalking, and this is going to sound insane, plumbing, plumbing. Uh, Earlier this year, uh, before I went to on a cruise uh, my plumbing in my bathroom began to just go out of control and flood the toilet flooded and flooded and flooded and I was in danger of uh, really damaging the new carpeting and hardwood floors that I had purchased last summer Uh, it began to flood and I could not stop it I could not stop it and finally I don't know what took so so long but I finally I called a plumber and he went on the outside of my home and told me of something clogging uh, the the, the uh, system, drainage system. And I was like, it's unbelievable. There's nothing that we do to clog up the drainage system. But he went out there and it was a, um, a solid block of grease. And I'm saying it had calcified. I'm like, we don't use that much grease. But that is what had taken place, and so right before my cruise, and guess what? When I got ready to uh, go on my cruise, um, my when I you know I'm going into the bathroom to take a shower to get ready to fly to my cruise port, and immediately my top fills up with the feces. And the timing of it was so. not coincidental. My toilet, uh, and my uh, uh, tub had never uh, done that before. And I I think my parents have had the room, uh, the home here for 40 years. They're both deceased. So my sister and I now have ownership, but that's the kind of thing with government gang stalking. They gain control of your home, how they do it. I don't know, but I know they have a manipulation in place And I used to say it was remote. Now, when I lived in Michigan, I had an alarm system. It was harassment that way. That alarm system would wait until I got to work on the bench as a judge and then go off. And I had a monitoring system. They would call. They said, someone's trying to enter your home through the side door, through the front door, whatever. And I used to, not knowing what was going on, rush home and see nothing and then uh you know the 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 thing is when i was home on the weekends it would never go off when i was uh home at night it would never go off but when as soon as i went to work uh on a monday or friday it would go off and i would immediately uh have to leave and um get to my property, call the police, and no one is there. Well, I soon learned that there was a remote operation going on of my alarm. And then it began to go off when uh, I was at work in the afternoon, late afternoon. And again, nothing was ever found. No one saw anything. I... I paid someone to hide in my garage one day. I paid my godson to hide in my garage because I knew nothing had been going on. I'm saying, what's going on? This alarm is uh, just going off selectively at different times. When I left on the weekend, it would never go off. And at night, it would never go off. Well, you say, well, no one was trying to get in then. But exactly is that's the point, no one was trying to get in. But when it would go off, when I'd go to work, it was simply a tool to get me off the bench, get me alarmed, get me upset, and then nothing was found. Well, I got smart about it. I hired my godson to stay in the garage while I was at work. I even hired a security guard for my property. And what I did is I asked my godson to hide in the garage for maybe a week. And during that week, it went off a couple of times that week. in both times, my godson said, said he saw nothing, nothing around the property that he could see. It caused my alarm to go off. And that's when I discovered that it was remotely being uh, activated at certain times. There was something else about uh, going off, the alarms going off that made it suspect. I can't remember right now. See, times erode, time uh, passing erodes my memory. But there was something else that led to the discovery that was being remotely done. That's a, gang, a government gang-stalking uh, activity. That's how someone has gained access to your home and that was the alarm system and then my uh car when i purchased my car i purchased a car it wasn't due it was a used car but immediately that car began to go off um it's a car i'm familiar with the car i buy i think i buy, bought the same car but alas last, uh, maybe since 2012 i've had two of these vehicles that are they're real dependable But when I learned that they had access to the car alarms, then they start going off randomly. And when I noticed it is when I started going to the bathroom in my house. The car alarm would go off. Start going to the bathroom again, the car alarm would go off. It doesn't go off when, um, you know, I'm at, well, lately it has been going off at key times. But maybe going to the bathroom, and that's when I understood something is wrong with these car alarms and that they have remote access to them. This is some very sophisticated military or technical type things. I don't know how they do it, but I know what I have experienced. You too may experience that same thing. You just have to know uh, what's going on. I was somewhere uh, recently when a car alarm went off right in my presence. And uh, let's see. Thank you. I had the grocery store on Sunday. A car alarm. Someone's truck alarm went off right when I was standing right by it. It took a while for the person to come out of the store. But I saw that. And, and while the, the car alarm was going off, there were military planes in the sky over the vehicle. And so it wasn't just a random, somebody's car is going off. There was a connection that was made uh, with the situation. I believe I filmed it and so I'm going to have to post it on my, uh, one of my um, pages for uh, the listening audience to see. Well, I pretty much describe home invasion. There may be a few more areas. It is also helpful to To me, because of the radioactive uh, blasts that come from your phone and and then from the TV, I posted about it on social media to have uh, um, old-fashioned things like a transistor radio, the old-fashioned radio, not listen to the radio from your phone. Or your TV, which is you know able, which one is able to do now through cable. I found that uh, having a transistor radio in your home is uh, doesn't emit radioactive waves and and can't be used in that way. Uh, it's just a normal radio, and rather than listening to the radio from one's phone, that's another way that they invade uh, your space. This all sounds kind of crazy. It sounds kind of off the hook uh, until you find, look at the planes and then you understand that after the planes, you can find out and extend it into other areas. Because if someone is bold enough to fly a plane and draw X's in the sky, they're bold enough to do other things uh, in front of people. There's other extensions of these activities and one can readily see where these activities are becoming more and more aggressive and in the open. And that's because they've been unchecked. Like I said, I always they unchecked and uncensored until someone wants to stand and be bold about it and speak out uh, truthfully about what's taking place. Well, thank you for tuning into the podcast today. You may go to Setting the Record Straight with Brenda K. Sanders. That's my email address at Outlook.com if you wish to communicate with me. That is my email address. And uh, I am always uh, open to respond to your email communications. And you may go to the show page at Setting the Record Straight with Brenda K. Sanders here on Anchor FM. And uh, to... uh, listen to some of the other episodes uh, on, the, on uh, the setting the record straight. And, uh, of course, there are eight platforms here that you may go to in order to listen to this broadcast. They're listed right under the Spotify uh, link uh, that you probably are going to be directed to uh, if you click on the Anchor FM Brenda K. Sanders link. There is a Spotify and uh, Apple Uh, I even saw another one yesterday, uh, something about Bean. I don't know what that was, Bean, B-E-A-N. But there is Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Google. There are several platforms in which to listen to the broadcast. And so uh, you may take advantage of them there. The links are all there. Well, that's all I have to say today. Have a good evening. Talk to you next time.